I hope it's a good morning for you. I, this is my first time to, to be in uh, Hobbs, New Mexico, uh, in September, and the weather is wonderful. No one told me anything that it, there would be precipitation and cool weather, and so we are certainly uh, thankful and grateful for that. I have a few things I want to remind us of as we gather together as a family. There's some things we want to remind each other about. One of them is life groups are going to be starting off um, officially a week from tonight. But we're going to have a kickoff tonight, and some of you may have seen that big red board over there with the white pieces of paper. Those are where you sign up to be a part of a life group, and I need to let you know that there are no rollovers from last year. So if you want to be in the same group that you were in last year, we're going to ask that you re-sign up again uh, so that everyone knows what group that you're in. If you don't want to be in the group that you were in last year, then now is the perfect time to do the swap. Uh, and if you weren't in one last year, sign up. Live groups uh, do probably a better job than almost anything we can do here uh, of being like the church of the first century where they gather together in homes and in small groups they built these relationships. And so this is a wonderful opportunity. So we want to encourage you, if you have not signed up, please do so and then join us tonight at 5 o'clock. We're going to have a kickoff. We're going to have this thing out. We'll have a devotional. And we want to make sure that everybody who wants to sign up has signed up. Also, just to remind you, we have new classes starting off this week. Uh, in the quads, uh, back over this way, we have Dennis. You will be blessed by his class on Ephesians. Uh, that will be a wonderful opportunity for you to delve deep into that book. Wonderful book, great teacher. There's a lot that you can learn from that. Uh, if you would like, however, there's another option downstairs. If you go down these uh, south set of stairs and walk down, there will be uh, a room to the right. It's going to be a across from the coffee that's going to be freshly made. The coffee that will be made for anybody who wants to go down into the basement uh, for a class. I'll be teaching it. It'll be uh, spiritual disciplines, and I know that's a scary word and thought, but I think it'll be beneficial if you don't go to the Ephesians class. Uh, and then this Tuesday, if you're a lady, this is ladies only, at 9.30 we're going to have a ladies Bible study on the topic of forgiveness. And it's something that many of us deal with, but we're going to be just addressing that topic with the ladies. And everyone is invited to come 9.30 and we will have babysitting there if you, you need that. Uh, and all of this information that I, I just informed you of is on our website, www.hobbschurch.com. That and the bulletin and almost anything else you would want is up there. You can utilize that and that will help you keep in touch. And so we want to encourage you to use that uh, if, if you uh, have an opportunity. Let's, let's begin now with a time of prayer. God, thank you so much for this morning, for the weather that you've given us, for the fact that, um, that we are so blessed that so many people have chosen, who made a conscious effort to get up this morning and come to worship one another and uh, to bless others, to, to worship you and, and just lift you up. And so, Lord, we're just we're thankful for that. We just pray that this time together will be uplifting and that you will receive all the glory. God, please uh, just uh, 
allow the words that are coming from my mouth this morning to be your words and for it to be completely for your glory. May you be honored uh, as we um, bring this message um, to our hearts. It's in your son's name that I pray. Amen. I'm very excited about this morning. I have anxiously awaited uh, this morning for a really long time. Most of you aren't aware, but what we're going to be doing starting this morning is we're going to be kicking off a rather lengthy series on the Sermon on the Mount found in Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7. It's full of gems, jewels, and precious stones that are just uh, falling out of the text. And so scholars, teachers, preachers, students, they love to mine those three chapters and find these gems in which they can then frame and put on their walls or put on a bumper sticker of their car and sometimes even uses ammunition against others. And so when we start this passage, we find ourselves doing what we do with many passages, is we grab our microscope and our shovel and our pickaxe, and we start taking apart this passage piece by piece. And we break it down into chapters and verses and sentences and words. And like the poor little frog in our freshman science class, we've kind of dissected it. And in doing so, we sometimes lose the whole message of what it's really all about. It would be like someone sending you a love letter, say your sweetheart, and as you open it up, you arm yourselves on one hand with the dictionary, and on another hand an encyclopedia, and as you read the love letter, you're always cross-referencing to make sure you're catching all the words, and you look at the word that they used, and you compare it with the word that they used in other letters that they wrote you, and before long, you forgot that it was a love letter from your sweetheart sweetheart, you've picked it to pieces. I'm often guilty of that. And in fact, next Sunday, that's what we're going to do, is we're going to start chiseling apart and looking verse by verse at what Jesus had to say to us in the Sermon on the Mount. But this morning, I want us to experience Matthew 5, 6, and 7, the Sermon on the Mount, for what it really is. These are the words of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it is the greatest sermon ever. Blessed are the poor in spirit. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those 
who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men that, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth. Until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Do not murder. You have heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder. And anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, 
leave your gift there in front of the altar. First go and be reconciled to your brother, then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are still with him on the way, or he may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. I tell you the truth, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery, but I tell you, that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, Do not break your oaths, but keep the oaths that you have made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is His footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great King. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. Simply, let your yes be yes, and your no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You have heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth, but I tell you, Do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone wants to sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you, And do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies. And pray for those who persecute you. That you may be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes His Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, 
What are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the pagans, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth, they have received the reward in full. But when you pray... Go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father in heaven knows what you need before you ask Him. This, then, is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your Father will not forgive your sins. When you fast, do not be like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, They have received the reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen. And your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures in earth 
where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then that light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food? And the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet I tell you, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. And yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow thrown into the fire, will He not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. And your Father knows that you need them. But seek first His kingdom and His righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way that you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own eye? You hypocrite! First, take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. 
Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet and then turn and tear you to pieces. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, the door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask Him? So in everything, do to others what you would have them do to you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate. And narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in Your name and in Your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? And I will tell them plainly, I never knew You. Away from me, You evildoer. 
Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash.